Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Storytime with Moms. My name is Moms, and happy Mother's Day! On this special bonus Mother's Day edition of Storytime with Moms, I am going to be sharing three very short stories about my mom. Now, I know most people will be sharing, you know, heartfelt, heartwarming, sentimental stories that make you cry, tug at your heartstrings, and make you feel emotions that you've repressed for years. But that's not how we do it here. These stories will be derpy and chaotic. So without further ado, let's get into it. Our first story, starring my dearest darling mother, starts off with us on a bit of a road trip. You see, where I live, everything's a bit spaced out and all the good stuff is, you know, a decent drive away. But that's okay. It's fun. We sit in the car, we get snacks, and, and we make a day of it. It's it's fun. Um, I don't particularly remember what we were doing on this specific day. We might have been thrifting or grocery shopping. I don't really remember. On the way back from whatever adventure we had just gone on, we pulled into a gas station to refuel ourselves and the car and then continue on our ride back home. Needless to say, none of that went according to plan. We got our lunch. We ate. I think we ate inside. And then we went to go start the car and the car would not start. Now, that's never a good thing. <laughs> so uh, we needed to jump. So we had to call my dad and he had to drive all the way to where we were to jumpstart our car. Yay. Awesome. Cool. Everything worked out fine. Car started and we were on our way back home. When your battery in your car dies, the time on your clock isn't correct. So you've got to uh, change it. And as I was the one who was not driving, I was in charge of fixing the clock. In the car that we had, the time and the temperature were on the ceiling by like the rear view mirror. And um, there were digital buttons on one side was hour and on the other side was minute. And in between there was the time and then the temperature. Um, I mean, the car's from 2003. So if that kind of gives you an idea, you picture it in your head. So I looked at my phone, found at the time started booping the buttons, and as I'm booping the buttons, I notice my mom is nervously and semi-frantically looking back and forth from the road to the overhead where the uh, where the clock is that I'm fiddling with. And I notice she's starting to panic, and I'm looking at her like, girl, are you good? And she's like, what are you doing? No, 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 don't do that. I, I don't remember what the temperature is. Don't fiddle with the temperature. I, I don't remember. How are we supposed to fix it? And I just, I just sat there and I stared at her mouth agape. Are you, are you being serious right now? I, I, is this really a thought that's frantically going through your head? And I'm like, ma'am, I don't know what kind of voodoo you think I have, but I can't just randomly change the temperature. And she, she stared at me and the road, like, obviously she was driving safely, but it took her. A spicy minute before she realized that I was not, in fact, an elemental mage who was able <laughs> to temper with the weather. It just so happened that as I was pushing the buttons for the minute side of the digital clock, the temperature was also dropping. And she, for some reason, thought that I could manipulate weather and temperature and lower the temperature. So we had a heckin' good laugh at her stupidity. <laughs> Because that's not at all how any of that works. But uh, it's definitely a memory that comes up often. And I'm just like, remember that one time when you thought I could change the weather? Like, oh, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, she was so serious. And like, when I, when she finally realized what had happened, 
I she was like in tears she was laughing so hard it was it's a fantastic memory this one is actually my favorite story to tell um I can't remember how long ago it was but Crayola came out with these colored bubbles they came out in a couple of different colors and like the dye was mixed into the solution or whatever and so you could blow your favorite color as a bubble and it was really cool and my mom had been hinting at how cool they were for a while and I thought she was just kind of kidding but she was not she was dead serious I just remember one day we were watching the commercial and she's like oh those are so cool like what color would you get I'd get orange. What, what about you? I'm like, well, duh, I'd get pink. And she's like, should we, should we go to Target and see if we can find some? Um, I don't know. You're an adult. It's your money. Sure. Why not? And she's like, get in the car. We're going. So naturally we piled into the car and her hype was getting me hyped. And I was just like, yeah, colored bubbles. Actually, this is really cool. Like, it's just one of those things that you do as a kid, but as you turn into an adult, it, it doesn't happen a lot. And then like, Sometimes those childish things just get really exciting. So we get to Target and I think for some reason we thought, or maybe it was just me, that there were going to be some sort of hot commodity and there wasn't going to be any and we'd have to like scour the state to try and find some. But no, they had plenty of stock. They uh, they weren't as popular as we believed they were. She picks up her orange bubbles. I pick up my pink bubbles and we, you know, run up to the cash register like a bunch of giddy kids who picked out a bunch of Pokemon cards and candy. And so we we are hardly out of the building and we are both ripping into our bubbles, like tearing off the plastic, the safety seal. And then we were like sticking our fingers in and mine are pink and hers are orange. And we're just like, so excited. But here's the thing. And I think this is why they uh, I don't think they exist anymore. Because when you put color or like dye into um, a bubble solution, it makes it really heavy. And uh, we found that out when we started trying to blow the bubbles on our way to the car. And they just were not going anywhere. We were leaving little tiny blobs of pink and orange bubbles all over the place, except for up. And we were just kind of like, oh, well, this is anticlimactic. We were looking forward to some epic pink and orange bubbles floating through the air. But finally, my mom did it. She blew the most perfect, big orange bubble that, the bubble of our dreams, to be honest. And it was like one of those when you blow the bubble and you just look at it in awe and you don't even put the wand down. You just stare at it like, wow, I've created a masterpiece and I'm just awestruck. And so we, we watched this bubble float into the air. And I mean, it wasn't very like high, but it was like the highest bubble we had gotten so far. And we watched it in awe. And as we noticed it start to descend, we noticed it was heading right for a brand new silver BMW. So naturally, we started panicking. And it happened in slow-mo as we watched it slowly descend and pop right on the roof. And we both just stood there staring. Like, we just could not believe that had happened. And like, my mom still had all of the incriminating evidence right there. She was the one with the orange bubbles. Her wand was up to her mouth. And she, she was just staring in disbelief at her misfortune as we look down and see this perfectly round orange bubble on the hood of the car. And I'm like, yo, we should run. And she just kind of stares at it open mouth. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, we should run. 
So we, uh, I've never seen her run this fast. And we ran all the way back to the car, put the bubbles away, and then just laughed hysterically because we felt like two delinquent children. And I was like, Mom, why was I the one to tell you to run? <laughs> like, <laughs> where was your fight or flight? Oh, my God. You just stood there like an idiot. He could have been right behind us. Which he was not. But yeah, I, I wonder if the guy who owned the car noticed that there was a big orange bubble blob right on the hood of his car. This brand new, clean BMW. Yeah. But it's washable, so it came right off. It definitely came right off. But oops. <laughs> and the last and final story is the shortest and most quoted one of all. You see, my mom is an avid bird watcher. She loves birds. And we have like these stickies on the window that are kind of like, I think they're prismatic or there's something about them that the bird sees and it's just like, oh no, that's not a forever, that's a window. And, you know, it prevents bird crashing. But birds are stupid and they don't always, you know, it just doesn't always work. So I wasn't there, but for some reason my mom thinks I was there. Um, but... It was my mom and my sibling standing out in the living room. And she goes, oh my gosh, did you hear about the bird that hit the window? And my sibling was like, no. Well, this bird hit the window. My sibling lost it because the way she had said it, she didn't sound like she was going to say anything after it. It was just very finite. Did you hear about the bird that hit the window? No. There was a bird that hit the window. <laughs> Apparently it had left a really funny, like, birdie grease stain on the, you know... It had left a smudge, a bird-shaped smudge on the window, and it was very funny. The bird was fine. The, my mom has rescued so many birds. She would never let anything bad happen to them. But it had left a funny, like, little greasy birdie smudge mark on the window, and she was going to say that, but because she had said the bird hit the window, so f that was it. Bird hit the window, period. My silly just absolutely lost it. And to this day, whenever, like, we cut somebody off or, like, it was just really just say something stupid it's like did you hear about the bird hit the window no who's <laughs> bird at the window <laughs> that's it uh it's it might not be that funny but we think it's really funny it's like one of our inside jokes that just tickles our hearts and such whatever oh i got a cavity just saying that well that's the end of my mother's day story extravaganza which might be a little bit dramatic because it it was very short but anyway um, as much flack as I give her and as much teasing, um, as I, as I do, I'm, I love my mom. I appreciate everything she's done for me. Um, she's put up with a lot. I was a difficult child and at times a very difficult adult, but I, you know, I was neurodiverse and I didn't know it and neither did she. So now that we understand things a bit more, you know, our, our relationship is, is strong and I appreciate, I appreciate all the things that she's done for me. Thank you again so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this and until next time.